Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. My name is Helen. I'm Janet. And I'm Mel. My hair is getting caught again. <laughs> yeah, what is it like? To, it likes to eat your hair. I know. I know. It's these two pieces. You should eat your it's mouth. The, it's the infamous Helen Vang. It is. Yeah. <laughs> that we definitely rocked this past weekend. Yes. Speaking of this past weekend, we actually were in Cabo celebrating this bride to be's bachelorette is party. Is it obvious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you guys not know? This is so extra. <laughs> we wanted to play up the, de- play up the theme. Yes. Yeah. We literally just got back a few days ago. And I don't know about you all, but. I'm still recovering actively. Yeah, I would say definitely myself as well. Like, how are you feeling? Same. Um, I am, I mean, I feel like tired is just an understatement. <laughs> it's been like four days. You still, you look good and feel, I mean, you, I mean, I feel like we're back. It's like, where are the shots at, right? Like, this is, we're back <laughs> no. basically in college. Look at Mel's face and then look at Helen's face. <laughs> no, dude. I will Two say- different states, yeah. I will say, like, coming back the first two days, like, I can, my recovery period is just much longer than before. Oh, no, for mm. sure. For sure. We were trying to work, and I Dude. think there were many things where I, like, did not say the right thing in our Slack, and you had to correct me. I said the wrong acronym. <laughs> yeah. She was talking about two different projects in together, and I'm so used, I just, like, rushed through it. I was like, yes. And then I read back. I was like, wait, what? I don't understand what's happening. I was like, oh, shit. I'm sorry. And then Janet, like, woke up late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just a, been, yeah. It's been a week. Yeah. The weird thing, though, is that I actually felt really good the first day back. And I remember mm. Mel was on Zoom, and she's like, how do you look so, like, energized? Energized. Oh, I had, yeah, like, you my were. Matcha. You were on it. I was just, I had like, my much slower. We were at I was, 20%. You we were, like, at 80. I was at, like, 80% for the first two days. And then somehow by day three, I like crashed. Yeah. And I'm like, that's like never happened to me before. And I think it's because I came back and I slept a long time. So it was good for like the first two days, but then I overslept. So then you you do that, then you end up like messing up your sleep schedule later, Mm -hmm. you know, if you sleep too much. So I don't know. But all of that said, I will say that I feel incredibly happy about this bachelorette. Like it was the best Mm. that I could have like ever imagined it to have gone it exceeded all of my expectations and it was thanks to to you two like you two planned this so well and some other people in the bachelorette helped out too sammy um kathy and my sister but you two were like spearheading all of this so yeah like how do you feel like that was that was so much planning and so much work and so much coordinating and organizing Mm. how's it feel to be done with it like how do you feel about it i will have to say um i like Yes, we planned it, but honestly, what makes a good bachelorette party is the group. Mm-hmm. And that is honestly, and the company has one thing in common, and that's Helen, <laughs> right? Um, Are we going to start getting emotional <laughs> again? No, but I'm actually, all cried out. I, I now have had four days to reflect on this, and I was like, you know, I, I was definitely nervous and stressed for the planning, but I will say not as much as that, as I have been in the past. Mm. Part of it is because... I've gone through a I've gone through this process a lot. I've never been the sole planner of a bachelorette trip mm-hmm. and never international with such a big group. Mm-hmm. But um but I've I've been involved like less involved and been more more stressed. Um and I think a lot of that was because like Mel and I have really complementary like mm. planning styles, mm-hmm. like skill sets and then having another person do it and because we work together, we, we know, know how, we treated this kind of like another An ABG, ABG project. project. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why ABG works. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I actually from the planning perspective, I was like surprised at how less stressed I was and less, mm. you know, and um and then once we got there, like it was 
yeah, I think this is probably the first like international thing that I was like helping to spearhead. And I thought because of the company, though, that really did make it. And all the girls were so like super helpful for anything. And I also knew once I got to meet everyone that mm -hmm. even if things happened that were did not go to plan, they would be fine with it mm. and they would help problem solve and we would all figure it out. Right. So, mm. yeah. So, I mean, overall, I felt great. I just felt pretty wrecked. I was like, wow, this felt a little bit like hangover for <laughs> girls. I've never been on a trip like that intense Oof. and that dynamic um, in all the best of ways, which we'll talk about more. But yeah. Ooh, Jana talked about all the great things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Jana touched on like the fact that we had each other. I think that was like a huge factor. We'll probably talk more about the planning process later in the episode. But for me, um, going into it, I knew it was going to be fun because I, I met most of your friends before through like parties here and there but I was excited to spend more time with them especially your Boston crew mm -hmm. I was like Christine Sammy they're all so much fun I think I'm gonna take it back and talk about how we started planning for Helen's Batch yeah. so the main thing you start off with we're like okay what is what do you think the vibe and the theme is gonna be for Helen's Batch of our party and we asked her like do you want this to be a complete surprise like do you want to like destinations do you want to throw them out there she's like i want something tropical and i want to just party yes so i gave mel and janet two words and i said just go with it i said beach ratchet <laughs> basically beach fun beach debauchery however you want to take that and then they like understood the assignment they ran with it yeah i did my research so with janet and i we were like okay where are some destinations we're like maybe miami maybe hawaii and then we're like cabo was on the list so once we knew she said beach party whatever i was like all right we're like what is it like there's like it's like there people have like disco theme like whatever mm -hmm. i was like on pinterest pinterest is like my best friend for this moment but we're like i think we stumbled upon a sign that said tropic like it's hot and i was like oh my gosh this is it tropic like it's hot and i was like dude yes. this is it this is what we have to do and so i think ever ever, ever since we found that like theme that decor like everything else outfits just kind of fell into place with mm -hmm. what we wanted with that theme mm -hmm. the another another factor i was really considering when it helen is like i want her to be blown away i want her to walk wow. in and be like oh shit like that is because i'm all about like reaction we mm. should include a clip here with my reaction oh yeah we have a clip <laughs> we do we do it was an oh shit reaction yeah. for sure but again like I think before we get to that part, I will say like it was a surprise. I, I think we wanted the destination to be a surprise. So mm -hmm. you just told us these are the words, blah, blah, blah. And then me and Jan are like, OK, I remember once we like knew all of that, we emailed the girls and I was telling them, I'm like, all right, everyone, it's a surprise. So please don't well, say anything. I think that's another thing, too, because you, you both of you had asked me, like, do you want it to be a surprise? And in my mind, I was like, oh, sure yeah because i could have been okay with being a part of the planning process or not but i think because of the mm. wedding planning because of a baby and like all of this stuff i was just like i just don't want to think about it so i said yes to the surprise and i think that one confirmation or that mm. one conversation led to this whole ordeal of it being a surprise ah, I see, and i, I can't tell if it was more of a burden on both of you that it was a surprise or if it would have been easier for me to have like been part of the planning process i will also say mm. i typically like to have control over over mm. events and trips and things like that. So maybe it was better that I was not part of the planning process. Uh, you know true. what I mean? You would have wanted to do more and then you already had so many other things on your plate. Yeah. You might have, yeah, yeah. I was very much that. of this mindset going into this trip of, okay, yes, I'm the bachelorette. Yes, this is like my party. But at the end of the day, I have these amazing women who are voluntarily planning this for me. Mm -hmm. Thank you planning this for me and there's no part of me that's going to have any expectations of like oh but i want it this way oh but i'm like disappointed i was like we could be in um like a, a tiny cabin on a beach and just have fun and i, I would have been okay with that mm -hmm. that's my mindset going into this but it was a surprise i will have to say yeah when it comes to surprise stuff i was like i pressure or not it wasn't a big thing in the early stages, I think it was Mel wanting your reaction and stuff. Yeah. So for her, I think the surprise was like really important. <laughs> yes, it was that, important. It was a really important part. And she got, and I remember in the beginning of the planning process, Mel gets so excited about anything wedding related. So she was like, oh my God, okay, we're going to do, do you want a surprise? Are we going to go here? Here's the theme. She started like Pinteresting and all these oh, things. Yeah. And a lot of it in the beginning, I remember just having conversations of her relaying to me, like, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're that. And then I was better with like, once we landed and like execute and like oh, yeah. uh, like the logistics but yeah I think it's a surprise it was a lot of Mel wanting you to have that yeah. moment that yeah. oh shit moment well talk about this oh shit moment that I did have before <laughs> I got there there's a lot of oh shit moments for the surprise okay let me just say what were surprises yeah. one destination yes two 
where we're staying yes oh and we got a dope ass place okay and that's pretty much it but what happened during this process uh, okay so who do you think okay <laughs> let me let me let me real quick so during the, let me preface this during the planning process of this bachelorette i will say it was like busy season for abg yes so there are moments where like I, where our brain would be like like split in a lot of different projects and things yeah and yeah. foggy and i think sometimes after like a meeting that was i'll call helen random just to catch up and, she, and she's like, oh, how's everything going? And like, that was my turn, my, ch- my chance to like catch up with you as a friend versus like a founder. And there's one, uh, <laughs> I have a big mouth, I guess. But so what happened was she was like, oh, how's bachelorette planning going? I was like, doing great. She's like, oh, who's confirmed? And I was like, oh, the blah, blah, blah is confirmed. I was like, oh, also like I got a text from Mel Ham. Hi, Mel. Um, and I think we were FaceTiming. Me and Helen were fa- You had the clip of this too. You, we were FaceTiming. And I was like, oh yeah, Mel texted us. Oh, she said she can't wait for this Mexican getaway. And I just, and once it fell out of my mouth, I was like, I just like shut <laughs> my mouth. I was like, whoop, pick your mouth back up. And then she now goes, I know. she goes, what'd you say? Wait, yeah. what? Wait, what? And I'm just like, oh, it's a service? Like <laughs> some things you just can't take back. And you couldn't take that back. I was trying to eat my words back, and that didn't happen. <laughs> you were, you were, yes. And your face turned like bright red, and you just stopped oh, talking, and you're just like. <gasps> I felt bad for so many reasons because one, I was like, I ruined one surprise for Helen, which I really wanted to keep secret. Two, I was like, I have to tell Annie and Janet. And I'm so Annie's scared. Annie's my sister. Yes, and it's funny because I feel like of all of all people involved, Mel was the one that wanted to keep I this know. surprise even, the most, even of me. Like she wanted this to be a surprise. I know. So I live for that moment when I see your reaction. I know. That, that's my thing. But what ha- so I was like, I had to like muster up the courage to tell Annie and Janet. And that luckily they were both like, that's okay. Yeah. That felt good. I remember, okay I remember that phone too. call too, because yes. she, she called me. She's like, I'm chatting. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. And then she's like, Janet, I have to tell you something. And I was like, oh my God, is everything okay? And she's like, I, I let it slip about Helen's, you know, I was like, oh, I mean, does she care? Like, was she angry? She's like, I don't think she was. I was like, oh, then. That's it's no big deal. And you're like, I did not oh, care. So are you tearing no, up? No, 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 no. Okay. You it is. I feel like Wait, are you? No, no, I'm okay. not, I swear I'm not. I don't care. <laughs> I mean I care, but no. I was just afraid. Because I've been in I'm not gonna lie, I've been in trouble in the past where I've revealed a secret and people got mad at me. Okay. Well, so the th- the funny thing is that I don't think we told other people. I think he told my sister and he told Janet, and then I was back in Boston and yeah. we were going to a friend's wedding and I was in the car with one of our friends who was gonna be at the bachelorette and she I forget the context of this, but she was just like, Are you ready for your Cabo weekend? <laughs> and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> and I looked at her, I'm like, Where? She's like, <gasps> and then she turned bright red. And she's like, oh my gosh, do you not know? She's like, pretend you didn't hear anything. Pretend you didn't hear anything. <laughs> and I was just like, it's okay. I already know. I didn't know it was going to be Cabo. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was a Mexican getaway. Yeah, yeah. So, so slowly. Basically, you know, yeah. no one could keep a secret. But I'm not going to lie. Once I found out her friend told her, I felt like, oh. She felt <laughs> relieved that I she was so not the relieved. only one. Yeah. So relieved. I will say Janet has not leaked a secret yet, to my knowledge. No, she hasn't. Have I? It might be because... She on average, more words come out of your mouth on a this day-to-day basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More highly likely <laughs> that something's so going to come out. Compared to me or Janet. So maybe like, yeah, it's, it's, it's statistics. It's probability. That and also I think we have, me and Helen build this relationship where she, when I say, I'm not going to say anything. She goes, oh, yeah, tell me. And then I just say it. It's like, it's like you built that behavior out of me. Yeah. Mm. yeah so yeah. anyways, that so was it. I can get all the secrets out of Mel. Yeah. But the last surprise I do want to share that we were able to keep and during the planning process, I remember Helen actually noted to us, she's like, I actually don't know if you remember this. You told us this years ago before you guys like got legally married. So it's like 2019, whatever. But you, you said to us like, yeah, it'd be great if you get all the girls together in one place. Mm. And so when Jan and I were looking at places in Cabo, a lot of resorts are just hotel rooms, like whatever. So the reason why we chose that place, which is gorgeous, is because we got, were able to get a loft to yeah. get all the girls in like a giant sleepover vibe. I was happy that when Helen walked through their doors, I think she was genuinely like, oh, wow, right? Am I-, I was very much, my expectation, I, I thought to myself like, okay, yes, we could be all in one place, but if we're gonna be on a resort, for sure, it's gonna be me and my sister in one room. And I was like, it's gonna be nice if we're connected to another mm. room. Like that's that's it, That's that would've been nice. Yeah. And I would've been very happy with that. When I walked into this room, it was two stories high, and this is like in a hotel. So you're just like opening up a random door. It's yeah. like two mm. stories high, massive, like huge. You see this like beautiful chandelier and you see this like long table and it's just gorgeous. And I was just like, what the heck? 
how did y'all manage this? And we had 12 girls in one suite. I think that was the coolest part of it. Mm -hmm. Because there were many moments where because of that, we were able to get closer and deeper and more vulnerable at nighttime. Like it was just, it was perfect. Good job, ladies. Thank you. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swathers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Okay, so now let's get into the details of what happened on the actual trip. A lot. <laughs> we were gone for four days and three nights. Let's talk about our most memorable experience of Tropic oh. Like It's Hot or Helen's Last Wing. That was the hashtag. Oh, Helen's Last Wing. Okay, we'll, ha we'll have you answer last. How about that? Okay, sure. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, there's a lot to choose from, but I don't know why I keep going back to the scavenger hunt. Oh. I think it was just so funny. Like, I don't know. I think we were like, we're like chilling by the cabana on the beach. And then Kathy like organized the game. She's like, we have scavenger hunt. I think all of us were like, oh, okay. Like, let's, let's, what a play. But I think once the stakes start getting higher, like, okay, people have to take a shot. He'll do something really like random and dirty. We're like, okay, we don't want to do that. And so, and I didn't re recognize that everyone that was there is highly competitive. Highly competitive. Yes. We like want to win. And so I think once we divided the teams and Helen like said, go dude no one held back like it was just like it felt like a race well it's funny because when it was passed out so our friend kathy made these little games and i think this is like a very good idea for anyone out there who's planning a bachelorette to have a scavenger hunt especially yeah. if you're in like in a hotel setting and basically it was just like there are different points right like one point for if you check off these things mm -hmm. very simple things like i don't know be at the bar or something like very and take a photo with a photo yeah so it was also like a photo video situation we have all of this content <laughs> yes. oh gosh. that y'all don't want to see well maybe you do want to see but you don't want it released um, but it was it was such a good thing to do during the bachelorette because otherwise we could have been just like very idle but everyone was like they turned up their a dude game for the scavenger hunt oh my god i will say um other bridal or other bachelorettes i've been to where they played the scavenger hunt um sometimes they'll do it where it's the bride that's usually and then everyone is following them around i think how we did it as like splitting up into groups worked really well for this group because mm. everyone was like competitive yeah and because of the specific items that they were document like you document with photos and, and videos it made for like a memorabilia item at the end mm. oh yeah so i agree i think this is if you're going to do it do it with everyone involved and have yeah. them split up into groups. Yeah. But the reason why I keep going back to this moment, yeah, it was fun, but it, like I think we took it to the next level because again the competitiveness. But like we just there's no like boundaries at that point. And I, I think what made me laugh was Helen thought of midway. She's like, okay, during the middle of the race, I will give you guys a fifty point bonus. We were all on WhatsApp, so I yeah. texted it to them. And then fifty point bonus. And then she was like, two minutes coming in. And then me, I was with Mel and Annie, and I was like, Mel, we got to get ready. And I saw it come in. And I was like, oh, my God. So the 50-point bonus was you had to take a shot off someone's belly or belly button. I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, oh, can I? I, I, I was like rapidly trying to text as we're trying to find someone. I was like, can it be a shot glass outside of the belly? Like hold a glass outside the belly button. And then Kathy goes, no. Like very like firm. Like we had to do it. We had to pour the shot in someone's belly button. Kathy really wanted to win. I think all of us did. But let's just say everyone did it. All teams did it because we wanted to win. Yeah. And just looking back at those clips. Should we share Should we share kind of the, the unique Mel unique ways we decided to go about getting those extra points? There were three teams and two of the teams took the shot out of like a hot body. Yes. Mel, on the other hand, I found the first body she could find. Let's <laughs> just say that. That's what we need to do. I got 
I'm gonna stop talking right now. <laughs> I think also the two other groups, they were like women, right? So what happened was we were like, whatever's nearest, but there's people who really wanted to help us win yeah, in the pool. Everyone got like, so involved. Like I think at that point I was like, Melham was like running around doing a lot of it, and then I was like, I'm not. I was like, I'll step in and do this one because I don't want to make Annie. I didn't want to make Annie do this. I'm like, there's no way. Um, she got two kids. I know. I'll, yeah. like, I'll, I'll take one. <laughs> Mel's a new team. mom. <laughs> I'm not a mom. So I was like, I'll do it. And I remember like one of the wives was like, you can take it off my husband. And oh, I was so like, she offered. She offered. Oh, I would it, never it. have done that without like that. That was yeah. a detail I didn't know about. Got it. Oh, I wouldn't be like, hey, and I would not choose. I wouldn't. Uh, but I could Girl. see. But Mel is competitive. And you're when you are in that state, I think you are down to do what it takes. And especially I could see you in that setting if you have two other people on your team. And you're like, OK, I'm not going to make you do it. Like, let's go. I'm going to do it. Oh, for, yeah, like, whatever it, it takes. And so I was like, OK. I'm, and also, I knew my boyfriend wouldn't care. Like, yeah, really yeah, wouldn't yeah, care. Yeah. So I was like, OK. Like, literally, when I showed him the clip, he just started laughing. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. But it's more nasty than hot. Maybe that's why. It was OK. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. I'm gonna the guy stop. was like real comfortable too. He had his he arm did this. behind his head. I was just like, damn. And you went twice for safety. No, for safety. I only went. Okay. I don't want to explain this anymore. You did it, and you ended up not being the losing team. No, that's right? true. That's what made you win. That is true. Yeah, bitch. Mel's down. Mel's down, y'all. Mel's down. I just like to win, and yeah, she yeah. likes to win. At all. I will have to say for that one, uh, because usually I feel like between the three of us, I'm the least competitive. I usually just want everyone to have a good time. Girl, no. But I realized (laughs) I don't like to lose. And that was the thing that like, um, I think, you know, being like with three groups, it wasn't about winning. It was because we had, we we upped the ante. Like there was incentive to not lose. Mm -hmm. Even if you didn't win, it doesn't matter, but you don't want to be the losing team. And so I, at first I was like, okay, I think we're going to be fine. Cause one of the girls who was the most enthusiastic <laughs> was on my team and she's a lawyer. I was like, she's smart. She really wants to do this. We got this. We're good. Um, and then I think they were looking at me like, oh, we have Janet. She's one of the people that helped plan this. We're good. We got this. You know, we'll, we'll be fine. We'll at least not be the losing team. I think the error came in the strategy because everyone stayed around the pool area. Yeah. And, I was and like, y'all disappeared. <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck do you guys because go? My my uh, thinking was that there were like nine pools at this resort, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, if we got three teams and we're all doing it around the same people, it's going to get annoying and people might not want to like participate. So I was like, okay, we should go to the other pool. And there was a rooftop one with an infinity pool that we checked out earlier in the trip. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's the one we should hit because probably people will be younger. They'll be a little bit bougie, maybe like, you know, work, like working professionals and they'll get what only. we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, adults only. So there wouldn't be like kids because some of the stuff we had on the list was a little risque, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's where we went wrong because once we went up there it was people were down and we got people to do things but it was too far and then there was coordinating one of the girls had to leave so I ended up like kind of checking out for a little bit and then so 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 unfortunately we were yeah wait was that your memorable moment too no so my most memorable moment from the trip was actually the dinner we had for the second night every night we were there dinner was meant to be kind of the special meal where we were all together uh, we were at a resort, so of course, like some of it was fine dining. Uh, but one of the things that came with the package of our suite was having a private chef come and make dinner while we were in the suite, and they would do it like and serve you. And I thought, okay, this could be, or I think we discussed like which should we should we do it as a breakfast, should we do it as a dinner? And we decided that we should do this during like the more meaningful dinner that you usually you have like one dinner during mm-hmm. the trip that's like more special. And it's because it would be private. We would all be in the suite together with no other strangers, and also we wanted to personalize it give like an extra level and we were talking about like oh what is the outfit plan and everything and Mel kind of I remember we were like just you know like throwing out brainstorming what are our ideas and then she's like oh no maybe we should just have everyone dress like Helen and I was like actually I think that would be you know because we're like should we go like super fancy should we do Mm -hmm. I was like no that would be really meaningful to her I just mean I thought it was funny you thought meaningful I thought this would be hilarious She thought, yeah, she thought it'd be funny. And near the end of it, I start, or near closer to the trip, I started worrying a little bit because I was like, oh no, what if people come in all the same outfit, all that kind of stuff. It ended up going so well. And I think why it was memorable for me is because all of the girls were also excited about it. Mm-hmm. And when we got in and prepped for dinner, everyone got dressed up and you were able to see, to Mel's point, she's like, I'm excited to see how people interpreted this mm-hmm. like assignment, you know? And it ended up being like, Everyone was different and we got to kind of work together as a team. Like, how are we going to surprise her? We did it as like a runway show. What order should we do it? And it just felt like it was a very like, like 
team, I don't want to use the word team building, but it was meaningful for the group of girls that were there. Mm. And then to see Helen's reaction, um, I don't know whether she was really surprised or not, but she seemed surprised. I was like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) Like, the the, uh, the private chefs were, like, on the side, and then I was like, oh, dinner dinner's on the table y'all like where is everyone basically my sister brought me down and everyone was gone i was like okay that's gonna be a thing they sat me down in a chair there's like a little leaf in front of me (laughs) i guess that was like the marker the marker so and then there were two cameras like on me and then on away from me and i was like i don't know what is happening and then the first person evelyn walks out i was like oh that's gonna be like a sweet moment (laughs) like a sweet hug or something and then she just posed and then she walked away and i was like what and then the next person came and posed and walk away and i was very confused i was laughing because so strategy we actually lined up the girls the least obvious in the front to the most at the back that makes sense and what happened was i was with kathy in the back and it was mel and we were cracking up because then you're like oh you look cute and i was like she has no effing idea what is going on like she just thought that we wanted to model for her yeah she was like hyping us i'm like there's no idea i was like dude when janet came out in her outfit I was like, damn, you should be wearing this more often, Jay. <laughs> but did you not know when Janet came? It was so obvious. I think she... I was thinking more like, oh, she's so hot and not like, oh, she looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> when was the moment you're like, she looks, oh, no. I think that, that this yeah. is like what's happening. It might have been Kathy's outfit and because she was, I wear this like Love Bonito set and I was like, I have that. And then when you came out, I was like, oh, then it that's was... from my closet. <laughs> Wait, Wait, you didn't see when you saw like Melham come out at the no, Melham okay. was she, after me. Oh, that was after, after oh, me. Okay, oh, and she, Mel, our friend Mel, Mel, she was wearing like a, a basketball jersey, and, and then she came out. And she's just like, and it was <laughs> and that, she it walked was, away. It was from ISA, which is like the specific yeah. game that. So then know. it started clicking, and I was like, oh, I see what you're all doing. This is cute. <laughs> That's funny. That cute. So that was a very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good moment. Okay, How about you? yours? Yeah, you. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have two moments. That was definitely one of them that dinner um and i think that was one of them because of the three nights i remember so before when we were like planning all of this mel you had asked me you're like you don't want to cry do you (laughs) and mel has a way of asking these questions she's like you don't want to do you (laughs) and i'm like oh i guess not like how do you want the vibe of this trip right right because you're like it's gonna be more like fun Fun, so like Philip, my husband, he had just gone on his bachelor trip the weekend before and love these guys mm-hmm. and how they just are together. They It was very wholesome. They went to New Mexico, not the old Mexico, New Mexico, and they like had a crying session with like all these men. And I'm like, that's just so wholesome and so mm-hmm. cute. They played video games. They had a LAN party, did Halo, like so cute. And I was kind of like, ooh, I kind of want that. But Mel's like, no drunk trip the whole time wait no 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 i gotta defend myself okay here. i asked you and you said no nah, it's like that and then we had Jane it, it's how you asked the it. question i, did, I don't Is think it, i asked it that way though you did i did yeah I think, you don't want this do you and i think I'm like, what happened hmm. is uh we we the guys came we went on their trip and they came home and then we have our friend tim who helped organize it, and we kind of debriefed to be like okay how'd it go and yeah. stuff like that and we didn't expect like usually a bachelor trip like if it was going to be low-key i didn't yeah and so i think mel was kind of like oh no do you think helen's gonna want this and then you probably went to be like you don't want this do you <laughs> yeah, yeah. well i also talking to janet because here's the thing too like okay i don't want to put this like random story in but I, we have been in situations before where emotions have been forced true for dinners uh, and i true. was like i know we talked like this we, uh, me yeah, and yeah. helen said this is fucking weird yeah yeah so yeah. i was like that's what, maybe that's why i said i was like are you sure you want what we just said we don't like yeah yeah mm, like a yeah. forced environment not right. saying like i think what what tim and them did tim and they, tim and them did was really meaningful mm-hmm. but we have we have been interrupted during like a conversation saying okay everyone go around and say something da, da, da. we're like yeah it's like a it's like a vibe shift yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i think this was like dinner number two private you know room and all of that um was a very intimate setting and i don't remember how it started mm. but someone had just said like oh share a favorite memory of helen mm. and then that's how it started and then we went around in a circle and i think i was like kind of calling people out at first and i was like okay eileen go and um different people went i think there were like three people went that it was a, a little bit more like i love you girl that yeah. type of a vibe and i was like oh this is cute and then i was just gonna stop it because i was like okay i don't want that situation where you're forcing forced, everyone yeah. to say something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i think people had started like iding yeah, 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 yeah. what they wanted to say so then we got to our my friend um sandra and she mm. is this girl who's like hella confident very like just like pa- well packaged right like she's like amazing and she was telling me how when we were in high school she looked up to me as the volleyball captain and i was like oh that's cool and she said something along the lines of like um you said something t- to me that changed my life and i was like oh what was it and i guess i had told her 
that she should be volleyball captain the next year I was graduating I was leaving and I was like you should go for it and I think she just did not believe in herself that mm. she could and I didn't know that this conversation or whatever I said like basically changed her life and made her more confident in herself and I think the one line that like sort of broke all of us she said like I used to have very low confidence and you gave me the confidence that I needed and I was just like Damn, you know, to hear that from someone and to not know that that was something that I had done even. Mm -hmm. But I feel like those are the types of conversations that bring like us to the next level of like being fully ourselves. And it just like I think in that moment, everyone was like, damn, that's like girl love. That's Mm -hmm. women empowerment. That's supporting each other. That's female friendship. And after that, I feel like everyone just like let loose. Yeah. And just started tearing up. I think she gave everyone permission to be more vulnerable. Yeah. And she's the kind of person that you could tell, like, that's not what she was meaning. I think she was just kind of like, this is the opportunity for me to tell her, like, let her know, like, how, like, what our relationship is mm-hmm. and something that you did that impacted my life. And then, yeah. And then after that, it just started getting, oh, man. okay, this will be real. <laughs> it went, it, every, it gave everyone the permission. Yeah. But I also yeah. say, yeah, I think it was, it was nice because I think after that, everyone felt really close to each other. Yeah. Because yeah. you're, yeah, we're like, she was vulnerable. This is a safe space yeah. to yeah. do that too. Yeah. And so we went all around the circle. Mel was last. Mel was a wreck by the time it got to her. It was never very put me cute. Lost. It was so <laughs> cute. I don't even think a word came out of your mouth and I just turned around. You're just like, <laughs> well, I put a napkin over my head. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not doing this. I, th- I think it's hard because I, I am the type to like, when I hear everyone's stories, I start feeling for them and I also know you. So I'm just like, oh, it's, it's just so hard. Yeah. But well, we got the emotional night naturally, which yeah. is I think that's the best way for that moment to happen, not having it forced. Yeah. So it happened in the way that I think it was, it happened in a way that I think was most suited for your, your, yes. you. So I yeah. think that's what made it really great. I agree. And it's less like because I wanted it for myself. Yeah. I think anytime there is this like cathartic release of emotion, you just naturally feel closer to each other. Mm-hmm. And it's less like surface level, just like partying. And it's more like, oh, we're connecting. Yeah. We're understanding what everyone's like going through, you mm-hmm. know? And that was probably, that was one of my favorite moments. The other one I'll say really quickly was the boat day. We had a boat day, day two. And I, like I said earlier, I had like no expectations for this trip. <laughs> but when I heard it was Cabo, I was like, oh, it'd be nice nice if we could get on a boat at some point you know but we wanted to stay on the resort we wanted to say you know be safe and all that and I think before when we were planning the outfits I was like oh Mel like what should I wear and you said oh wear shoes with grip Mm. I was like ooh, grip (laughs) that's always a good thing grip so Uh I was like it I mean you don't don't need grip on the sand (laughs) you probably need on a boat and the last time we had been to Cabo was for my 30th birthday and Janet and I and a few other friends, we did like a sunset cruise with a lot of other people on the boat. So I was like, oh, maybe it's that thing again. You know, maybe it's a submarine. Who knows? <laughs> I did not have any expectations of like a private boat and it turned out to be a private boat. And it was just, I was like, damn, y'all went all out for this. And it was really a really fun time. I think it's also just seeing like all the moms on this trip go wild <laughs> on the boat was a shared experience of like we deserve this moment Mm. you know so Mm -hmm. those two are probably my favorite memories of the whole trip yeah those are really good moments well what about before the trip was there anything that you were nervous about like as as a you know you were saying like this is my bachelorette party like i'm representing to for like my friends or like what were were there things that you were like hesitant about i think the only thing that i was nervous about is the fact that I think if you have a bachelorette party or bachelor party in your like 30s or or later, you're going to have this hodgepodge of different people from Mm. different walks of life, right? Mm -hmm. So that was my one thing where I had people flying in from Philly and Boston, people from LA. And I think naturally it's easy to just sort of like congregate with the people that Mm -hmm. you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that might be a thing. I might have to like, this fucking sash. (laughs) I might have to like babysit, you know, and it turned out that that was not a concern at all. Like everyone was hanging out with each other. We meshed so well. I did not have to babysit one bit. So that was probably the one thing that was a little concerned of. Hmm. Yeah. How about for, for us, <laughs> the two of you in planning? Hmm. Okay. My biggest nerves came for decorating the room and getting in. Mm. I think I knew once that was done because that sets, that sets the tone for the rest of the party for me personally because that's the one thing I couldn't control, getting into the space and making sure everything is ready. I had no I had no concern about the friend thing. I knew we all get along. Mm. But I think Janet knew I was nervous about that the most. 
because I we were the, our our reservations running behind, so I was just like getting a little antsy. But I think once we got in, everyone was like so helpful. Everyone like took like did amazing decorating. Um, so that's the one thing I was concerned about actually, just mm. getting into the room and making sure everything is like okay. Yeah, and actually that was Mel maybe is forgetting now that there were some things that were making it more challenging oh, because yeah. when we checked in they didn't have our room ready and then we actually had we're supposed to have another room so we got into the room actually like two to three hours after we were supposed to and Mel is someone who was she's like we had the schedule yeah, this yeah. time we get in and she even when we we created a to do list um, for the two of us because every day was going to have different things. And she even assigned, she's like, okay, these two girls will do this sign, this, mm -hmm. these two girls will do that sign. So when it was getting later and later, I was like, hmm. And I think at, at some point, Mel was getting just like very, very like antsy and nervous. She's like, we just need this to go well. Like, do we have enough time and stuff like that? Um, and then that was for you, I could tell, because what you cared about was the the reaction mm -hmm. and the emotion and setting the tone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was that, was that like the main? Oh, yeah. That was like probably the main thing. How about you? I think for me, this is why I think we work well. We're a compliment is like there wasn't any one thing I was really nervous about. Mm -hmm. I was just more um, the, like for every every schedule or thing along the way. I was generally the person like that was the contact. Yep. So I, I never that's why I was like I was never like super stressed. There wasn't any one event where I was like, I'm really nervous for this one. And then there wasn't also any event where I'm like, oh, it's like whatever. You know, it's kind of like I just want to make sure that everything is like fine. Everyone gets there that needs to get there everyone comes home that needs to come home so I think there's a nice compliment someone's focusing on the logistics and someone is kind of more focused on the theme the vibe the bride you know yeah yeah mm -hmm. that's true yeah I heard you were like on top of and mm -hmm. the thing is like from my perspective like everything went perfectly even when dinner was like a little delayed we just drank at the bar like yeah. it wasn't a big deal but I know that you were dealing with like, a lot of things like behind the scenes with the boat with like everything so thank you for doing that oh, yeah. thank you for setting the theme it was perfectly executed well, I feel like this bachelorette went very, very well, thanks to you two. Um, but have you ever been part of a bachelorette where there was like a nightmare experience? I don't think I personally have, but mm. I wouldn't consider it like a nightmare, but it wasn't like a pleasant experience. And I think Janet knows because I was venting to her the whole time. Because so I know Janet, you plan a lot of bachelorettes. This is like my first one, so I didn't really know what to do. Mm. The reason why I would say it was like extra stressful for me is like one, like this is actually our busy year for ABG during May, and I was like stacked with work and then at the time my co-planner who's who's one of my good friends i'll say that but she just to be honest she's not a strong planner she doesn't really plan anything like large scale and i never seen her plan anything in my life and i've been friends with her for years so i felt kind of like the responsibility fell on me so all the packages all the decor went into my place mm. so when we got to the bachelorette i forgot a box and i think she was really upset about that and i was like thinking like I, I felt I was putting I was being really hard on myself I'm just like I'm so sorry like I, uh, I don't know what to do and like I was texting Jan I was like what should I do and like my stress level was like at a 10 because I was like trying to account for everything also be on top of work so that was stressful and on top of that I think comments were made about like the choices I made for the restaurant and I was kind of more like mm. I love you but if you didn't actively do something like if you didn't like if this wasn't evenly like delegated so i was mm -hmm. like if you have something to say like don't say because you didn't do anything yeah so i felt i was dealing with that stress throughout mm -hmm. the trip mm -hmm. and i didn't really enjoy it as much as i felt like i could have so yeah. that was my like uh, experience i will say as a tip for and maybe what worked well for us because since we are a little bit older i bet you that most of the girls that attend our trip have been on multiple trips yeah or have planned so they know the perspective of the bridesmaids or whoever's in charge of planning the trip is you always like if you have a comment to make keep it to yourself or watch out for them and their enjoyment because mm -hmm. that can kill the vibe right yeah. so and it's hard if it's like maybe you were a little bit younger and then you know like with, yeah. among close friends if they don't really know then and i think one thing i'll add is like i think i probably like for that bride i i think i did how do i, how do I say it this way I'm used to planning with our group of friends and we have a certain different. expectation. Yeah, I think she yeah. had a different expectation and it was like a lower one, but I wanted to go so high above uh, it that I think I might have like put more work on, on, on me yourself. when I need when, when it wasn't needed. Mm. So I think just also also knowing your bride, like she mm. may not want something crazy and elaborate. She wants something simple. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And just play into that simplicity too. Yeah. So just knowing that for next time. How did you know that she did want something more simple? 
She's just, she's like literally one of the most like chillest person. She was like, even walking into the place, she was like, oh my God, this is the most fanciest place I've ever stayed in. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this might've been a situation where you went above, from the bride's perspective, it was amazing. But yeah, yeah. from your perspective and the background planning, it was kind of like, oh, there was something that kind of didn't, or like it was yeah. not a pleasant experience for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You also went above and beyond for mine. But I, but again, I think I'm also like used to knowing like, what you like yeah yeah, yeah. So it's like i know My standards are high but that's what i'm saying like you I, exceeded them <laughs> that's what i'm saying like, it's totally fine to have your certain standards but like i know what you like mel will always go a little above and beyond i will try yeah. yes but yeah, that was but my... this was a lot of above and beyond thanks my story actually is similar to mel's in the sense that it was from a long time ago i think mm. most most first... challenging experiences come when it's like when you're young or it's one of the first times or you haven't done it before mm-hmm. this was actually one that the very first bachelorette party i ever attended and it was a group of friends from like high school. We were like babies. We, I think it was just out of college. They were like Ooh. high school and college sweethearts. Um, and at this time, we didn't know the rules of things, right? Yeah. One of the rules, if you attend a bachelorette party, avoid the color white because usually the bride is supposed to wear white. Yes. And then to be fair, like among our group of people, like they're like, like A, we were really young. And then B, also some people like celebrate weddings differently in different cultures, mm. right? And so... When we um, showed up, there was one day where one of the girls wore white, but no one said, but she didn't know that that was a thing, uh. right? We were so young and also it was like different culture. And then um, and then the bride actually didn't really mind about that, I think, but there was a little bit of like headbutting. And then on top of that, just they just threw out kind of their, that the rest of the trip, there was a little bit of headbutting, headbutting. And eventually we went into the trip with eight bridesmaids. We left the trip with seven. So, <gasps> Seriously? So it ended up being like a situation where um, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest, right? But I think that's maybe that's something. It's it's a little bit of the age thing. Like you're you don't know what you don't know, and then mm. culturally too, it can be different with you know expectations. But I will say like some of these wedding t- related events really do test like friendships. That's true. I mean they're kind of cordial now, but I think they're just naturally not two people that would get along every day mm. anyway. So. Dang, a- oof, I feel very lucky that <laughs> this went so seamlessly mm-hmm. with so many people and so many like emotions all together in one room. Well, what are some tips that you would have for someone who is attending a bachelorette? Okay, mine are really simple and this is probably based on our recent trip. One, just step up to help when you can. I think like as planners, even though we are the main planners, the fact that everyone like was so open and willing to help helped us a lot, especially in our decorating part. And like just throughout the trip, I felt like, we always had someone to ask for help if we needed it. So again, if you're attending, hey, I know you're on vacation too, but this is also like you're here for the bride and do the, and you're part of the experience. So offer to help. The second thing is um, I know it could be really daunting to like join like a group of girls you don't know, but really like take this opportunity to step out of your comfort zone and like make new friends. Like I think everyone on this trip was like talking to each other. There was no like, oh, Boston's over here. LA's over here. No, everyone mingled really well. And I think I've noticed a bachelor party is that people are just like open and willing to get to know each other and end up with the best results. Mm. So like that, those are some things I would say. Mm. Those are great tips. Um, Kind of thinking along those lines, I would say, if you are going to a bachelorette party, one of the first things I think about, and I'm as an introverted person, you're going to be spending, if it's multi-night with a lot of people perhaps, um, it's always helpful if you kind of at least know one person on the trip. So mm-hmm. kind of do a, like just know who's going to be on the trip and then you don't have to stick with them the whole time, but then you have at least like one comfort person, you know, yeah. and if you if you have like a, a roomy situation, you can kind of like check in some bachelorette parties, they will assign the rooms just because it's easier to plan some they might ask you to pick. So know that that's something you can do to have kind of your like safe space at the end of the night or mm-hmm. something. Uh, the second thing is to bring extra of everything. As much as you might think the trips will go one way, I've been, every bachelorette party I've been to has like, there was a plan and then it goes a little off plan. It's not bad. You know, yeah. just like you never know what's going to happen with so many people and with like a schedule, logistics, things change. Um, and when you have extra things, it also offers you, it's like a good way to build relationships with other girls. Like someone might be, oh my God, I forgot my mascara. I got, you know, or mm-hmm. oh, I like, I need an extra pair of this. Oh, I have an extra pair of shoes if you want to, you know, so it's kind of a nice be prepared in that sense. So those would be the two things that I would recommend. Mm, I would agree with all of those. I think just be open. Be open to having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, be yourself and just kind of go with the flow. Um, I would also mm, I would also say just like bring positive energy. Mm. That's, yeah, and be a good teammate to mm. the people who are planning the event. That's it. What about for planning a bachelorette? What are three tips that you would give to someone who might be out there planning theirs or helping to plan a bachelorette's? 
Okay, I do have three. The first one, and I know I know this is dependent on the bride, and everyone does it differently. It's really helpful to have a co-planner. Like I think having one person plan everything is actually quite difficult. If you're a bride, kind of like know who's on your bridal party that can plan. I think that's like really like a thing you think about. Yeah, you don't think about, but it's really helpful. I have like having Jan as a co has been like alleviate a lot of stress. So try to have a co-planner that's in the bridal party Two, I think it'd be really helpful to talk with the bride to kind of manage expectations like, hey, like, where does she want to go? Like, if she's telling me tropical, I'm not gonna take her to Arizona. Like, <laughs> but so knowing what your bride likes and wants and obviously like kind of be on the same page and to, to know what what to plan towards. The last thing I would say is also, again, to manage expectations is when you're planning with the bridal party or whatever, other people are attending, like I know money can be very touchy but ask them like, hey, what is your budget? Or this is the allocated budget for this trip. So up front, they know what they're going into. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes I heard things where you they don't know and they, they get the final bill and it's like really jarring. But like, I think as a planner, it's your job to create that safe space for them to say, hey, do you mind if you go with a cheaper option? Like, But create that environment for them to say they can't afford it or no, I'd rather have this because I don't know, it, it, it is a difficult thing to bring up, especially someone attending. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I think as a planner, it's your job to create that space to be like, it's okay. Like if you can't afford we'll figure out something out it's not a problem but i think having that communication that safe space is really helpful yeah yeah i'd say going along with that uh, as a planner do that but also the bride is probably going to know the people the best mm. so i think the first step is to meet with the bride or if you're doing a, ba- a bachelor party with the groom figure out what are the expectations mm. if there are hard yeses or hard noes like kind of know the boundaries right and then ask them like who do you want on the trip and oh, yeah. once you know that like the number of people and then kind of go through and be like okay what are their you know these people's like are there any things to look out for mm. so i feel like the number one thing that you always want to start with is just like getting the gauging from the person you're hosting it for and their group of friends mm-hmm. right or the the attendees and then the second thing was yes i think having a co-planner but as you were saying that i'm realizing it's i nowadays there's so many different ways people do like bachelorette parties sometimes it's a small group that goes on like international location and multi-day trips sometimes it's a big group but it's only like one day Mm. so it really kind of maybe depends on what is what it is that you end up wanting to do and Mm. if it makes sense of the people that are the bridesmaids or who are the siblings whoever ends up wanting to do the planning like figure out you know, their preferences. Do they like to plan together with someone else or are they better with like, they want to be the person and then they want to delegate. Mm -mm. And actually this is something I've noticed. Look a lot at the professions of your friends because that usually is where like whatever they do Mm, for work, they'll have the skill sets and the comfort and probably the, they like doing it or they don't. So, um, yeah, be, I guess be self-aware if you're going to be planning that, to ask for multiple people or to be like, I don't want a partner <laughs> um, or or uh, or be like, hey, set expectations to be like, I don't want to be the person doing this. Mm-hmm. And can we fi- have someone else kind of mm-hmm. help? Because some of the realities of life, like family, kids, uh, personal, what if they have like personal stuff happening? You never know, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just for the bride, like just be it's it's a lot of attention on you. It could be very overwhelming. Yes. If you're surrounding yourself in selectively choosing the people to be on your trip, that is actually a very important factor. Mm-hmm. If you know that someone's going to be a little more drama-filled, like maybe they're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there's a B-list. I'm just kidding. Damn. <laughs> but I think that was like a big also factor for me in choosing like who I wanted to be mm-hmm. there. Like the vibes are important. You know these people the most, right? Your planners mm-hmm. aren't going to know everyone, but... Knowing that this is going to be a good group, I think, is going to set the standard for a lot of it. And then also when you're there, it's like, yes, this is your moment. But something that I went into with this is just like, okay. And this is what I said on my first like toast or whatever, too. Like, I want everyone here to come out of this feeling like they had a vacation. Everyone's going through their own shit, you know. Mm -hmm. And this is like a hard thing to do to get everyone out to an international trip. If everyone can get out of this with just a good time and forming new friendships and relationships, like that's what I wanted out of it. And that's what happened. And I think that was just the most beautiful thing. And then lastly, I think sometimes you're going to want to feel like, ooh, I want, like, this is about me. But if you go in with that mindset, like, you're probably, it's probably going to be, you're probably going to be, like, disappointed somewhere. So I remember there was that one, like, the first night we had dinner, um, I was placed at, like, the end of a table. <laughs> we th- it was the head. The, the head, head of the table. Okay, so this is the thing. And then I distinctively said, like, oh, I wish I 
like I kind of want to be in the middle so I can talk to everyone. I literally got so mad at myself after I said that, like those words came out of my mouth because I was like, Helen, that is such a privileged, like bitchy thing to say. Like I got mad at myself mm. for saying that because mm. I didn't want other people to feel like, oh, we didn't do a good job planning, mm. you know, when they had oh, already given so much. So from that point on, check myself. I was like, Mm, no and it's because i had come off of our seating charts and like doing all of that and i was like i feel like the center is usually where you place like the most talkative Mm, people or whoever because that kind of spreads the energy out to the rest of the table Mm. so i was kind of in that mindset and then when i was like tucked away i was like but i'm like no bitch like enjoy your time here so after that moment you know and i think that's just a tip to other brides out there Mm. it's like i don't know this is bad but like set your expectations a little lower like don't expect things and don't like Mm. don't make yourself the center of attention even though it is like it's about everyone else that's there too and it's about celebrating your female friendships yeah so well i appreciate that and actually that would have been i you could have gone up and did that no and i know and that's why i was just like Uh, like I was like but myself but but I think it says a lot that you checked yourself in that way Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that actually like you know how like you kind of take your time during the trip on the side to like thank people or to check in on people Helen I saw was doing that repeatedly with everyone on the trip Mm -hmm. and so that was something that I noted and I checked in with you and I was like hey I also know like you have she has a lot going on right so know that whenever you're going on the party the bride or the groom they're like knee deep in wedding planning mm-hmm. it is too easy especially for the and if they're like going on the bachelor party they're like what are the expectations if their energy is off it sets the tone oftentimes for the attendees so i was like i don't know how you're doing this right now but you've done a really good job of being present of being energized and of focusing on the people on the trip mm-hmm. so that is and it's that's not easy to do for three nights and four days on an international trip when yeah you're thinking about friends from all stages of your life so mm-hmm. thank you yeah thank you for saying that yeah i mean i think we're gonna wrap up this episode and the last thing i kind of just wanted to say is that i feel like with this trip it was the first time actually that it was like an all like having Mm. so many different very important groups of women from different walks of life like come together and like growing up I was always more of just like a guy's girl I never I always thought to myself like oh when am I gonna have like that like best friend like lifelong best friends Mm. that are women and just like a group of them and I never saw myself as someone who would have that so when I sat there like in the room with all of us just around like a table I literally had so many moments where I looked around I was just like this is so fucking special. Like it is so, so special that for somehow I've been lucky enough to like get to this place of having so many amazing, powerful, confident, extremely compassionate, down people, women in my life. Like it's just so, so cool. That was, it was a very good moment and it was a very good trip. And it's thanks to these two that it was a very good trip and also everyone else that was there. So yeah, Bachelorette is check done. Take off the sash. It's fucking sash that I can't stay on. I'm a bride now. <laughs> yes. Now I got the wedding. That's true. I, want to the, I love that one. Yeah. Bride. Yes. So it was a very good trip. And hopefully, you know, you all got something out of this. I know planning can take so much. There are so many different ways that you can go about a bachelorette trip. But um, love that, you know, we were able to share our details. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just very lucky to have these two in my life. If you have either planned or attended a bachelorette party and you have some tips, share them in the Mm. comments because I think we can all help each other out. Yeah, I know that there's a lot of people watching who are either in the process of planning one or about to attend one. So I think it's always nice to have a little preparation. Oh, yeah. And with that, we will catch you all in the next episode. Bye. Bye.